Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. Did you miss me? I hope you're all well. I'm back from a week of college at the wonderful, amazing Arthur Finlay College, refreshed, renewed with a new purpose. Um, But first of all, before I go into stories from the week that I've had, which may end up being a (laughs) two-parter, who knows, I just wanted to say it's been very quiet following my uh, Spirits Being Trapped on Earth podcast. I was expecting some, um, some emails telling me how wrong I was and I didn't get any. Um, which is interesting, which either means you are all processing that and thinking about it, or you agree, or yeah, just interesting, because that normally, that topic normally uh, triggers everybody. And funnily enough, law of attraction as it always is, I did end up at college on a table with a guy who completely believes that spirits get trapped here, and completely believes that... um, he has done great work helping them to move over and uh, couldn't. I tried because I love a debate. I love people that disagree. I love to have that. If you can be respectful, um, I think it's fascinating what you can learn from people if you can be respectful and have a conversation with them. But uh, he couldn't actually tell me why it was that the spirit world needed us to get involved with trapped spirits. Um, and I tried, I tried to get, I tried, I tried to talk to him and say, come on, why? Why do you think they need us? What is it that we've got that the spirit world haven't got? What, what God do you believe in that would leave people stuck here? But he just couldn't compute the answer to that question at all. Um, yeah but fascinating and I love it and we're all on a journey aren't we we're not all supposed to know all of the answers I know full well if I'm lucky enough to be recording this podcast in three years time then um it will have it may have very different takes on things anyway Arthur Finlay College let's get to the point so um, it's been a while because of lockdown and things like that since I've been at the college. And over that time, I have worked very, very, very hard on my mediumship. And I can honestly say, I think I've worked harder on my mediumship than anyone I've ever met. Yeah, I do. Um, I have been a really hard worker and, and that is how it's it's moving to a place where I can say that I'm happy at the standard of my work and although I know there's more growth to come I'm also proud of what I've achieved uh, so it was very interesting going back into that space having had so much time away and done so much work on me and also on my connection and so much practice so one of the things that is and I may have mentioned this before when I've talked about it, always surprising to me with the college, is you will book a course in the name of a tutor that you want to work with, but you're not guaranteed to actually be taught by that tutor. So it's always very confusing for people who aren't aware of that. And I have to say, honestly, I don't think they make it very clear. So this is my completion of my fifth course at the college. And this has been a real full circle 
um, event for me. So full circle in the sense that on my first trip to the college, as you know, um, I've mentioned this previously, when I was feeling very lost and very alone and ignored by my tutor on my course, um, I was in the bar and Tony Stockwell came in and I didn't know who he was or uh, what he did, but I noticed the ripples of women going, Whoa! <laughs> and uh, he came into the bar and everyone was talking to him and things like that. And I stayed back because I didn't know who he was. And then um, he came over and shook my hand. And that was a massive moment for me because I was feeling so low and ignored and unseen uh, that that moment of acknowledgement just helped me to keep on going. So I do say I probably wouldn't be here today without that because I was ready to jack it all in. They'd probably have found another way to hook me in, but you know, that's how it felt at the time. And anyway, since then, I've done uh, several courses at the college and never been taught by him. Um, in fact, the last Spirit of Summer, which is the course I've just been on, um, we were the only group that didn't even get taught by Tony once, <laughs> didn't get any interaction with him at all. So this time I thought, right, well, I know where I want to be and what I want to do, and I'm going to kind of be more determined to make that happen. So it's always interesting at Arthur Finley College because, especially if you've not been before, especially if you don't understand it, but I think even for me, I find some of the way that they set things up a little odd. So you turn up and the first session is everybody who's in the course um, in the, the sanctuary, which is the room that's like a church. And you sit in the sanctuary and normally you complete a questionnaire that talks about your experiences with the spirit world, about where you're at and, and what level you think you're at. And then that goes in and then we all go off for dinner and then after dinner you normally find out which group you're in. Now Tony did it slightly differently this year with letting people have more of a choice and an understanding of who their tutor was going to be if they made that choice. But that was very interesting because regardless of whether Tony did it that way or whether people fill out questionnaires, I do have a real issue with this because I have worked really hard on my mediumship and what happens is you get people like me who always think they're not good enough and put themselves in a lower group. And then you get people who have done one course and no practice and no development in between and think that makes them able to go in an advanced course and all of these things in between. So it's always, the, the groupings is always challenging and I would really prefer it if they just spent the first day of the course talking to students or getting students to work and then they chose where they went, they chose what standard they were at. Because in an advanced group to be having conversations like the difference between psychic and mediumship and stuff like that just seems weird to me. But hey, it was still brilliant. It's just very interesting. And so it was a full circle event for me because he was there on my first course and he showed me a bit of kindness 
and that has always stuck with me and I've followed him and I've been to some of his demonstrations and watched him I've never been drawn to being taught online by him um, but always followed him and then um, to this week where I actually got to be taught by him and this week really taught me a lot about um, taking what I want and not being so passive in it and that's not in a horrible way but I've got this really unfortunate um, frustrated personality trait where I am very polite and I say things like after you after you and then don't get seen or noticed myself and then I'm devastated and I've watched it I've given it to my children I watched my son when he was a toddler once um, waiting to go on a slide and he just let every other kid go in front of him um, and I had to go and intervene in the end because he wasn't going to get a go on the slide and yeah it's a problem that is and so um, it was massive for me this time because I made the decision I made the choice that I would not be a wallflower this time I wouldn't wait to be noticed or seen I would allow myself to be noticed and seen so I think I was very lucky that first time that when I was hiding and I'd fol folded my energy up t super tight and small that Tony noticed me because my own tutor in the course hadn't because I'd folded myself up so 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 small so teeny tiny so this time I went and I thought I am going to take every opportunity that is offered to me. I am going to really make a stand for what I want. So I got all the imposter syndrome when they were putting people into groups and I thought, oh, we're getting near the top now. Should I be in the top group? I don't know if I should be in the top group. And I just dug my own heels in and said, yes, I will be in the top group. And because of that, I ended up being taught by Tony. But so much more than that. When I used to go to the college and you'd be really, really nervous and you'd want to have a go at demonstrating on the platform, but you'd also be too nervous to put yourself in a situation where you could demonstrate on the platform. I, um, yeah, I used to hold myself back with that all the time. And I used to get frustrated with the people that seemed like they were really good and really confident just going up there again and again and again. Well, I tell you, that time, this time, that was me. Um, I took every opportunity to go on that platform and have a go um, and every opportunity to experience it and learn and grow. And I'm sure to the outside world, I looked like I knew what I was doing and I probably and there were probably people there thinking what I used to think which was why is she going up she can obviously do this she's wasting somebody else's opportunity um, but I I did want feedback and I did want to know where I can improve and opportunities I'm missing and how it's coming across because being a demonstrating medium that isn't part of the churches is a very solitary place to be it's very lonely and you do what you think is best but you have no idea what your peers feel about that whether your peers feel like you're good enough whether yeah whether you're of the right standard now of course it's me so I did manage to drop a swear on the sanctuary platform 
which is a real no-no. Um, but it was only bloody. <laughs> Could have been so much worse, as you know. But then this weird thing happened. So in my mind, I'm being really brave. I'm demonstrating. I'm taking every opportunity. I'm doing lots of readings and getting partway through the week. And I still haven't had any feedback. I've gone up on the stage in front of two teachers who just went, jolly good. Nothing, no feedback. And what happens at the college, it's always interesting and it's always a massive journey. You arrive if you're doing a week-long course, you arrive on the Saturday, um, you have your session, you, you're settling into everything, you're really full of hope and you're really excited. And then it progresses and you start off saying, you know, oh, it's only Monday on Monday because it feels like you've been there forever. I, could, I was saying it this time, it's only Monday, it's only Monday. And then it's only Tuesday, it's only Tuesday. We've still got loads of time. And then Wednesday hits. And lots of people call it Weepy Wednesday because everyone's very emotional and tired. We've been sitting in the power, we've been pushing ourselves. But I also think it gets to a point where it's slightly frustrated Wednesday. And you are, you've worked really bloody hard. I mean, by Wednesday, I had probably done, I don't know, 12 readings? Maybe even more. I'm just trying to work it out in my head. Uh, at least, I think, 12, possibly more readings. And by Wednesday, I hadn't had any feedback from a teacher at all. No idea if I was doing it right. No idea if I was doing it well. No information given to me about how I can expand it or make it better. Nothing. Um, and that starts to get a little bit sort of, well, am I getting what I want? Um, you know, for some people that are going there, it's the perfect opportunity to practice. They don't get opportunities to practice. I have quite a lot of practice because I am a working medium. What I want is feedback. And it's very interesting from a perspective, obviously I teach, I teach, and it's very interesting that they are teaching these groups, but nobody really acknowledges or knows where you're at. So we're in this room with 16 other people um, who are all at the advanced level, but there has been no sort of, are you demonstrating? Where do you demonstrate? What sort of audiences are you working with? Are you in the churches? Are you on your own? Do you do one-on-one -on -one sittings? There's been nothing like that um, at all. So it's really interesting how they manage a group without knowing where the group is really at it's I mean it's such a skill I'm I'm way too what have you been doing where have you been what are you up to so then it gets to sort of Thursday and I had that kind of battle inside of should I keep putting my hand up should I keep demonstrating I hadn't been just on the platform with those 12 readings we were doing one-on-one -on -one practice as well um yeah is it selfish to go back up there again? Should I be letting someone else have the space? And and then giving people time, not being the first to put my hand up, giving people a chance and then putting my hand up and doing it. And um, on the Thursday, we were working with Anne-Marie Bond and um, she had a, no uh, a clipboard, so she was taking notes. 
And I just thought, I'm going to ask her. So I waited back and I never like to do that because you know the teachers want their dinner and you don't want to hold them back. And I've got a real resistance. I want to be clingy so desperately. I want to be noticed so desperately. I want to talk to them so desperately, but equally I won't allow myself to do it. The American people, not all of them, but the Americans have no trouble with that. They will start, stay behind after class and have a chat with the teacher, whereas the Brits sort of scuttle out, won't take up your time, so sorry, pardon me for breathing, be gone. And um, I thought, no, I'm going to, if I want feedback, and I've been moaning that I haven't had any feedback, then my job now is to make sure I get feedback, not just sit and wait to be noticed. So that's a big change for me. So I did wait and I got some great feedback um, with some good pointers to take my work further, which is exactly what I wanted, exactly what I wanted. And there were people on that course who completed the whole course and didn't get feedback at all. And they're working mediums. So basically from their point of view, and this sounds really rude, but I'm gonna say it, they have paid to go to college, to work for free, yeah and I'm not saying they didn't learn anything in that experience and I don't I'm not saying they haven't been stretched but they didn't they don't need people to practice on they're practicing all the time they're working all the time what they need is to know how they can grow it and where they can grow it and what they can do with it so um, I made sure I got that in a slightly more authoritarian assertive way than usual Um, so that was interesting and that was fun And uh, yeah, and it's just so interesting watching other people's journeys uh, while you're there because it is such an emotional roller coaster. Um, I think leaving your home and your family and your life and coming into that sort of space. And for, you know, for me, it's, it's it's hassle going there. My husband has to take time off work to pick the kids up from school. It costs a lot of money, although actually it's very reasonable but it is still an investment and there's that kind of roller coaster that goes with that and um, yeah it was very interesting to watch things happening with other people where they were getting frustrated and didn't feel like they were getting what they needed and um, having to sort of assert themselves if they can and some people were unable to do that and that's I was that person last time I went I sat there thinking I wonder if anyone's going to notice me. I wonder if anyone's going to give me what I want. I wonder if anyone's going to tell me how to do this or tell me how to do that and never asking. And that's on me. I want to make that clear. That's not on the tutors. But it is an interesting situation, I think, when you're working and working and working and working and not receiving any feedback at all and not being watched in your work at all. Um, It's very interesting. So uh, yeah, a real roller coaster experience of highs and lows and emotions and pushing through barriers. And it's great for that. It really is great for that. Um, but if you want if you're going and you want feedback, you may well have to ask for it. And if you're going and you want to practice being on the platform, you will have to put your hand up and put yourself in a situation where that happens. If you sit and wait for the universe to choose you, they won't. 
So it was full circle for me working with Tony, which was amazing. And it was also full circle for me because one of um, the tutors that I've worked with quite a lot was there and she just popped in for a couple of days and I was um, very excited to see her there. And then she was in our group and it was my turn to demonstrate and I hadn't orchestrated that. She had, we had a lunch break in the middle. I let everybody else go first because I thought, well, I've been on the platform thrice. I don't need to keep pushing myself up there. And so I let everybody else go first. And then she happened to come in our room for the after lunch people, which was me and another lady. And that was really good because I've been so nervous about demonstrating in front of her that I haven't ever, even on her mentorship program, um, working with her for two years or something I hadn't actually been able to show her what I could do I had only been able to stumble through nervous waffle and stuff like that and not get myself into into a place where I could work so it was a real full circle for me being able to stand up and show her what I really can do um, not some muted not so great version of it so that was really good as well. So I feel like there were lots of things happening for me. And I have to say, I do feel that I've come away valuing my abilities a bit more than I did before. And having watched lots of other mediums work and listened to a talk by Tony, uh, which just makes me laugh because he just sat there and he, he's he's funny but can be very direct with things and he just said let's be honest watching mediums work most of the time is boring and uh, it really made me laugh because we were at that point in the week where you have if you're honest sat through um some some brilliant mediumship but mostly incredibly dull unengaging um slow painful mediumship and that's not meant horribly because I was slow and painful once <laughs> I there's no judgment in this at all you know if you'd seen me three years ago the first time I got on platform and um, being at that college you'd go Ugh. but it does show to me the importance of working on yourself working on your presentation skills understanding how to be engaging there were mediums I watched work there who've been working with spirit way longer than me but who were so caught up in their own experience that they were forgetting to bring the audience with them talking about how nervous they were talking about how difficult it was for them talking about their struggle but not engaging with the audience at all and so uh, I do I can finally say to you all that I know that I'm a good medium that's massive for me. I can say to you all that I know that I'm entertaining, that I know when you are going to come for a, a demonstration with me, it probably won't be what you expect because if you've been watching other mediums work, you'll know how difficult and slow and boring it can be. Sometimes, not every time. Um, so, I feel I feel good. I feel empowered by that. I feel like there's a freedom for me now in closing those circles, in working with Tony 
uh, just the act of working with him and being in front of him and then later in the week actually demonstrating in front of him and him watching me work and me being able to sit in front of my hero who at the beginning of the week I couldn't even form a sentence in front of because I was like (laughs) to be able to do that and actually work and hold my power and hold my connection I feel for me is massive massive to be able to work in front of Lynn Probert and show her what I can do rather than just be a bundle of nerves that can barely communicate is massive years ago I had a reading from um, Louise at Cosmic Soul Therapy it was my soul plan reading Um, I've interviewed her on the podcast so you may have heard that and she told me that I had a double fear but if I could work my way through it I would find double power and ever since that reading which probably was three or four years ago I've been trying to work through my fear and I feel that this week I finally pushed through that so I don't know what's going to happen next and do you know what the weird thing is it sounds so weird But it wasn't really, I mean, it may have been subconsciously, but it wasn't really the teaching (laughs) that did it. It was the doing it in front of the teacher that's done it. It was the doing it in front of my peers and taking those opportunities that's done it. And this just reminds me again of the shamanic journey that I went on with the Care Karain Centre. It's the it's the inexcusable humanness of it that has given me the breakthrough. It's the fact that I felt like I was going to vomit, but I got up and did it anyway that is the breakthrough. It's the fact that even after I'd done it, and even though there was part of me that didn't want to know, I asked for feedback, so I got it. It's those things that have empowered me. The feedback was was good, and there are little bits that I need to work on, but overall, the feedback was, your mediumship is excellent. So that's great, but actually the thing that's helped me grow is the asking, is the being seen, is the pushing through, is the taking what's offered and not letting the opportunity slip by. And that's all about me and all about my human. And when Tony was watching me, it was the really hard activity as well because it was getting two spirit communicators in at the same time, working with one, then swapping to the other, then swapping back again and swapping and swapping. And I had quite a heavy spirit to deal with um, who had taken their own life in that situation as well. And I was still remembering to try and swap back and forth. And knowing that he was there and seeing him out the corner of my eye, but still managing to work, that's massive for me. And I'm not gonna tell you that I wasn't a hot and sweaty, disgusting mess after that, but I did it. So I hope that whether you go to Arthur Finley College or whether you take your own development in a different direction, wherever you want to go, I just really want you to push through your own resistance. Allow yourself to be seen. Take the opportunities. Feel the fear and do it anyway. 
And I know that I can say this to you till I'm blue in the face, but you're the one that has to do it because I was the one that had to do it for me. So don't hold back. If you've got an opportunity that's offered to you, take it. If you're developing your mediumship and you know you should be practicing, then practice. Find people to do it with. Don't allow yourself to take no for an answer. Don't allow yourself to let yourself off the hook because that is where your growth will be. And that is where the energy is that you realize how much you've been holding yourself back and what's available to you. So I'm not fully sure what this means. Um, I do feel that for me personally, this means that I may well be exploring the UK tour option again for next year. Um, It's made me realize that I really can do anything I want to do if I let myself. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's coming next. I'm excited to see where it goes. So there, there was my week at Arthur Finlay. I don't really know. If I covered it properly, I'm not sure. I'm still trying to feel through the energy and work out where I'm at and what's going on and and everything. But I also want to give um, a little shout out to Sammy who's a listener, who's the first person that's ever recognised me out and about. So that was very exciting. But also I had such a lovely time with you, Sammy. And um, yeah, just so lovely to meet you. And I'm so excited to see where your journey goes next. I highly recommend whatever you're doing with your development and wherever you're taking it, just set yourself a little target that by the end of this week, you will have done something that takes you out of your comfort zone. Whether it's trying a new way of working, whether it's offering a reading to somebody and getting some practice in, whether it's doing a Facebook Live or opening up to your family about your spiritual journey and who you are and how you got there. Whatever it is, just take that step. Don't wait for spirit to bring it. Take it for yourself. And then let me know what happens, what you do and how you feel, Um, especially, please, by soundbite. I do love a soundbite. They're so much more interesting for people to listen to than just me yabbing on all the time. And if you've got any questions or there's anything you want me to cover about Arthur Finley College or about uh, anything, please do email. And I'm going to be really clear on this. Can you just email me? People keep dropping me messages into different inboxes. I've got two Instagram accounts, two Facebook accounts, my private message, a text message, and it's just too much for my little pea brain. So if you've got something that wants covering, please email podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk and I will get through them all as soon as I can. Thanks again.